Cowabunga dudes! Uh, hey there, it's Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you are listening to Grail Hunters Australia podcast with my friends Neville, Ben, and Michael. It's awesome. It's gonna be the best show ever! Hello and welcome to Season 4 of Greylanders Australia Podcast. Black Flag Comics, what the actual fuck? Ultimate Fallout 4, double covers, four staples, fucking post-production, bootleg bullshit, influencers crying foul, fucking backing each other up, Marvel doesn't know what's going on, CGC is fucking grading bootlegs, this has been a weekend like no other. Join us in this episode while we deconstruct and try and make sense of this shitstorm. Hello Mike and Ben, how you guys doing? Hello Neville and Ben. I'm excellent. I'm truly excellent. Thank you very much for asking. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, so good, spent good. a whole day flattening a mountain of manure. It's been a good day. It's been a good day. <laughs> is that in the house yeah. or outside? No, this is <laughs> work. Has this mine work. got in? I, oh, okay. I thought mine might have <laughs> something to do with it. No, no, literally, literally a five meter tall mountain of uh, manure that's been um, oh, it's been collected over a two-decade period of work. We've uh, we, we flattened it, and I smelt like I smelt like the fertilizer section at Bunnings. I was just going to say, home. aren't you aren't you guys just contributing to the toxic soil? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, I mean, <laughs> the the area of paddock we're making is going to be the most fertile ground in all nice. of Werribee. Let awesome. me tell you, yeah. Awesome. But uh, I, cool I, stuff, I must man. say, I must say we, we did go to the little zoo in Hawaii, and it's probably the size of. Uh, Target in Point Cooktown Center. Mm. <laughs> you walk through the entire zoo in maybe half an hour to 40 minutes. There are two, <laughs> two orangutans there, and apparently yep. it's a couple that had a fallout, so they don't get along. <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they live in the same enclosure, but in separate cages, and, and only, they have to take turns to go into the big playpen area. Uh, well, one's there, the other one just does like death stares. And the <laughs> Almost like the uh, You're touching like my the orangutans <laughs> we saw yeah. in the other video that the Ben showed us. The, the gorilla oh, tanks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they, were, they were hilarious, those gorillas, though. Like, talk about wussy city gorillas. Like, oh, my God, it's raining. Anyway, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we need to post that on our site. It's hilarious. <laughs> we um, should, we should. But the, speaking of gorillas and Hawaii, there was a gorilla in the... Um, that was born out of the 70s sort of need for humans to do weird things like teach gorillas how to do sign. Her name was Coco, Coco mm-hmm. the gorilla, mm-hmm. right? So she was um, she was this research student's uh, project where she took this gorilla from a young age, taught it sign, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, because why? Uh, no, because we need to know if gorillas can learn sign language or not. Anyway, the... Uh, uh, the whole thing wrapped up, like the study wrapped up, and then there's this gorilla that signs, you know, and there's stuff like cocoa apple, eat apple, cocoa apple. And this woman started getting all this cash from the wild ladies who wanted to see, you know, we love cocoa and stuff like that. So cashed up, cashed up woman cashed with up Carol signing. Baskins. Yep, yep, basically. Essentially, yes. Who then, who then asks... Uh, she then asks Coco where she wants to live. Uh, Coco wants to live in the Hawaii. They uprooted the whole program, and that's where Coco, Coco and Penny live now. <laughs> it's in Hawaii. <laughs> that's funny, man. It's, 
You, you probably you might have you might remember it from um, it's, it's a famous footage of, of um, Robin Williams with Coco. If you have ever seen Robin Williams with a gorilla before, it is Coco. Anyway, oh, funny man. story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unlike uh, Ben, unlike Ben with Michael Jackson. Yes. yes. No, definitely not. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Uh, do you blow bubbles? <laughs> no, but Michael does. No, not uh, with you... my mouth. <laughs> and with semen. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So I call it impromptu podcast with a secret agenda because I wanted to know, I wanted to get your fresh perspective on something. Have you guys heard anything or maybe you might have seen memes around it and not have the full context of it but the 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 shit storm that happened at c2e2 over the weekend no. <laughs> no it's even better and this is why i didn't want to tell you guys about it because i didn't want you to have formed opinions when i tell you the shit storm i want to hear what you think as we go through this fucking story <laughs> okay. so, so essentially what what happened right black flag comics in the US, they're a massive retailer. They're not as big as Midtown, but big enough that they've got Clayton, Clayton Crane on site. So he does a lot of their custom covers and variants and blah, blah, blah. Um, what they did about 12 months ago, no, 10 months ago, they did a facsimile edition of Ultimate Fallout 4 with a custom cover. Mike, oh, stop, I did stop see your Googling. meme. Stop Googling. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. I okay. did see your meme. <laughs> so so they, they, they did shitloads of these, maybe in the thousands, right? It didn't sell as well as they thought they would. And speculation is they took the leftovers, about 750 of them, and created a new variant of it post-production. So what they did is they, they actually attached a, a, like a transparency plastic cover with new art on top of the, the facsimile with... Not, it's not even art, man. It's a fucking flag. It says USA and it says in God we entrust for some reason. Not in God we trust, in God we entrust. So, so even you're saying that there's a, there's a cover already on there? Yeah, yeah. Like on the, the facsimile. Variant cover. Which was the one that originally came out that they had leftovers of. Yeah. And then they've decided, I guess, to, I guess, have like a, what you'd call like a special edition slipcase edition or something. <laughs> well, no, no, it's, <laughs> stapled. it's stapled to the comic. So post-production, without Marvel's knowledge, they, they, it's acetate, acetate covers. Yeah. So they actually ended up stapling it to the comic. So now the comic's got four staples and two covers. And they promoted it as a new book and a new variant launching this weekend or last weekend at, at uh, C2E2 in, in Chicago. So Marvel didn't know this happened, apparently. Allegedly, let's pretend we're in court. Mm. Um, they built hype around this release. What they've done also before the official release, which was this weekend, is they submitted a bunch to CGC who graded them 9.8, 9.9, and 10. Some of them got 10s. Forgetting the fact that it's post-production, kind of a bootleg. <laughs> It, wow! It, it was manufactured after the fact that they received it and actually manipulated the books. Um, CGC ended up had, on their launch day. They had CGC slabs on the table that you could sell, that you could buy. Like, how does that even fucking happen? Now, usually with CGC, what they do is on their labels, even if it's a blue label, they'll have a message that says extra staples added or something but they didn't have any of that. And that's how it achieved the 9.9 and 9.10s. Um, so it's kind of a false economy created by a bootleg comic, right? Now, obviously, 
their fan base and the Clayton Crane fan base went apeshit. They were all there on the morning queuing for 10 o'clock opening to start buying it. And Mike's friends on Instagram, the comic toms of the world and nerdy girl and fucking Jim Mintz. And I don't know what their names are. Um, they walked in at 10 o'clock past the queue of 40 or 50 people. And they started buying these books by the hundreds. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> from, what? from black flag comics, the black flag essentially one of the dudes got 120 nerdy girl got 75. They were selling it at $75 a pop. They bought boxes of these and started flipping them online on whatnot and on their channels while people were queuing to buy it from the, from the retailer. Right. So because they bought most of the stock, by the time the queue started moving, black flag said, okay, now it's limited to two per customer. <laughs> so the queue that was left could only buy two at a time. What makes it fucking better? They say, we've got a limited stock left. It's now hundred dollars a comic. So people were in the queue. <gasps> Pay hundred bucks for a fucking facsimile <laughs> edition of a, re a reprint of a facsimile edition with a plastic cover on top. Because what is it? Is it Ultimate Fallout Four, or is yeah, that just yeah. the? It's a facsimile edition that came out last year with a variant cover. Wow, that's unreal, man! All the dodgy shit. I'll tell you something, right? This reminds me of going to. I went to Alice in Brunswick on sun, uh, Saturday night. They've got uh, they've got half, two for one cocktails. From eight till nine, I'm in line in for for half an hour. <laughs> it's it's ten to nine when I get to the front, and just as I go to order, they say, "Oh, sorry, we're, we've sold out." How can you sell out? It's yeah. fucking eight till nine o'clock. Look at all the alcohol behind you. <laughs> and they said we could probably do you two Negronis, but. <laughs> for oh, yeah, I'd rather have my money back. Uh, <laughs> and I'm foolishly, just because I'd been in line for half an hour, I bought two Negronis and I had a sip of a Negroni and instantly <laughs> regretted buying two Negronis. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. These are, these are obviously very similar scenarios we're experiencing. Absolutely. I mean, I'm more angry for Ben than I am for like the rest of the world and comic collectors right now. I mean, how do you, how dare you push Negronis on anyone? Like, <laughs> but, even at a two for one price. <laughs> has, has Marvel said anything? Um, no, but we've seen posts. I've seen posts. There's a guy called Bronze Age, Bronze Age Collector or something on Instagram who's got connections to Marvel, and he posted saying Marvel wasn't aware of this. They are now. That's it. That's all he posted. Oh, no, I meant, like, has Marvel heard about the Negroni situation? But, yeah, so, so is it something that uh, you believe Marvel will... Well, can uh, they even do anything bigger, at this bigger point? Bigger picture, like... bigger picture. There'll be there'll be some sour grapes, considering Marvel endorses their variants all the time. They work yeah. with Clayton Crane themselves, so so there's a lot of uh, kind of intentional, uh, I don't know, collusion, sabotage, almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. to try and uh, sidestep Marvel knowing what they were doing. Right. Yeah. But wow. in addition to this, what baffles me is that nobody from fucking CGC picks up the. I, I know in our previous episode I said CGC is great, but nobody from fucking CGC picks up the phone to Marvel and say, "Hey, is this a book? <laughs> is this an actual thing?" So they are great. You them. would think you would you would think yeah, who'd be ballsy enough to try that stupid 
fucking thing. You, well, it's so it ridiculous. I mean, it worked. It worked. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. And apparently, uh, I've seen on the CGC panels that one of the admins said, we, are, we understand what we did and we stand by our decisions. So whether they're fucking stubborn or idiots, the, the fact that they think that technically a bootleg comic could be a 9.9 .9 or a 10, creating a false economy and false demand for shitty uh, four dollar comic it's just yeah. ridiculous all right because mm. what it should probably be what considered like a green label well like, I, 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 thought green, I thought green label but i was i was talking to um josh allen who's um also online in various, various pages and he pointed me to the fact that there's books that's blue label cgc up to about six that just says extra staples on comic but it won't be a fucking 9.8 or a 9.9 .9 or a 10 or whatever, right? Um, but if it's got an add-on, though, like, wouldn't uh, that be... The only, the only way I think this could have happened is if they thought there was part of the original manufacturing process. If, if somehow Marvel or, or CGC is of the understanding and something that nobody else knows, that the books were created by the printers in this manner before it was distributed, then obviously then... Uh, CGC did the right thing, but fuck, who knows, man? I wonder if uh, they knew about it prior to uh, yeah. C2E2. Yeah, fuck, who knows? Uh, yeah, I don't know, because Clayton Crane also uh, cancelled his appearance the day before, so I don't know if he heard that there's going to be shit going down, but... That looks, he, that he looks bad, signing, right? right? Like that's Yeah, he was nah, supposed no, to be awesome. signing. That's the absolutely awesome, man. They've, they've yeah. set the precedent for us. We're going to make yeah. Grail Hunter so, variants of everything. You know what? I've already I've posted on this. I've already... cellophane. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some, got some <laughs> cellophane and some, some Grail Hunter stickers. A few yeah. earbuds. I've <laughs> it on crate paper. <laughs> I've, I've, already, I've already posted my 0.5 X-Men with a black cover on uh, the CGC yeah. board saying, I look forward to getting <laughs> yeah. this as a blue label. And it's not yes. trimmed. It's not trimmed. The comic size is reimagined. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't have so, to worry so, about extra staples. <laughs> so the thing is, right, regardless, so put CGC aside, morally and ethically, releasing or, or creating these 750 books, selling them at seven, 75 bucks a pop, and then having the balls of saying, come to C2E2, uh, we'll sell it to you guys, and then having their friends that's always with them on the whatnot, whatnot, whatnot channels um, skip the queue and buy two thirds of your stock just to flip it for two hundred bucks on online is fucking ridiculous. How how's this a sound business plan to sustain a reputation or a customer base for the next five years or ten years? How are they going to make business if they alienate the actual I people? I don't know. I don't know, Neville. If anything, I learned about the new the new world order is you can you can place your cock in someone's mouth and they will happily chow down on it these days. You know what I mean? This type of as long as you don't assume the cock's male. Yes. Yeah. Well, exactly right. <laughs> it could be any type of cock. It could be a yes. cock sportif. Yeah. But you you know this this thing of abusing you know abusing the people that support you and taking advantage of them just seems like the absolute norm these days yeah. you know and yeah. that's that's the sad part about all yeah. of this type of you yeah. know is that no it is maybe it is. i'm just flabbergasted by the fact that people fucking eat it right people are like now now looking at the supposed influencers who all bought their comics right they they've done some 
acknowledgement or announcements online on instagram on the youtube channels but their friends who are trying to get into that inner circle there's a fucking douchebag called jim mint collectibles check him out on youtube yeah. i hope he is this the fucking douchebag yeah. he went on to on a rant saying everybody's fucking wrong those guys are doing it to earn their bread and butter. This is their nine to five flipping, flipping up hot comics. We have to oh. feel sorry for them that they actually need to go to the fucking store in the first place. Oh, cry me a river. Fuck off. Like, like he glosses over everything, everything that's wrong ethically and morally with actually putting these fucking Frankenstein books together, citing it at a $75 price point for a book that cost them five bucks. Um, and then he just defends his little friends to say, oh, yeah, no, these guys are doing the right thing. And he calls them out by name. And, and he's kind of on the outer circle. He's not even part of that cool group, that little nerdy gold cheat mm. and then comic Tom. Uh, well, you know what? Like, Jim Mintz, if you're listening to this, you're 100% what's wrong with this collecting scene. <laughs> oh, and I hope that your comics go missing one day. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I hope, my hope is that he wakes up with amnesia, watches his own video and sees what a cunt is. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> but, yeah, but nah, I mean, you know what? Take a step back and realize what a douche you are. Puss. Yeah. What a puss. What a puss. But what a puss. it's one of those things too, though. Like, you know what? I hope that they struggle to flip the amount that they have and that it's karma. Like, it's another thing of like, you know, like that bad rabbit that got cancelled because, you know, it was, like, the name yeah, of a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, even, like, X-Men Gold, like, all those things where, like, if you can't move that shit that quick, yeah. in a week's time it's irrelevant and no one gives a fuck about yeah. it. And I'll yeah, give my, you... Yeah, my worry... You know, that's what I heard. If you look at error variants over the years where a comic might have a black and white page or a double cover or something like that, I, I worry that the infamy of this book will drive demand because people want to have that book to tell a story to their friends. Like if I look yeah. online now, they're going for three or 400 bucks. Raw. I was going to ask, do you have one, Neville? Are they selling at that price? Matt Sutton tagged me on, on the copies pre-sale. And I'm like, dude, I've got fucking the originals. I'm not going to buy a... I, I don't <laughs> exactly. Own, I don't own, to be fair and honest, not even that book. I don't own any Clayton Crane. I don't find his art personally appealing. I feel like he's not, he's not, the type of guy i go for in terms of art and has he art. um has he because he also did he have that, anything to do do you remember he's also the guy who introduced his 200 dollars signature yeah so fuck off. it gives you it gives you an indication leading up to fucking black fair comics what they call rarity like putting a fucking two hundred dollar rainbow signature on a three dollar book and actually selling it with i remember that place, i remember this that tells me this tells me you're a your bag of cunts. This is all it takes. I want to know though. Like, like you're taking with... advantage of of your your support base, and sooner or later, those people will wake up, right? Did he um have anything <laughs> no, but... to do with the acetate cover? What do you mean? He did. Yeah. Did, did he do art? Yeah, on... yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He did the he did the acetate art too, and the spelling mistake on the cover. Apparently, you know what? Like, I <laughs> I love this. I shouldn't say this, and I shouldn't bring people's looks and stuff like that into it, but tell me that this guy doesn't look like a fucking villain. Any <laughs> person does. with a yeah. fucking ponytail mm-hmm. is a like, villain. Yeah, that's, uh, it looks like Steve That's 100% someone that, like, scalps shit. He probably it's buys like, his own books to, like, upsell it. He looks like, uh, he's like Billy from King of Kong, you know what I mean? I was thinking he, he reminded me of the villain out of Kindergarten Cop. No, no, I gotta, <sighs> I gotta say disclosure. 
to our listeners, like we respect people who enjoy his art. Uh, like there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I collect Rob Liefeld shit and people have personalities. That's fine. <laughs> but at the same time, just being able to do stuff like that and think you're going to get away with it long term is just not right. And there's just yep. not. It, I'm it, just yep. having a it's look at. Is he doing anything now? I don't know, man. I'm looking at it and it looks like unless he's like made now, if he's making a living out of, let's say, like maybe variant covers or stuff like that, he has not touched a comic in a little while. Well, he he gets paydays from Black Flag comics, obviously. So what tells me what tells me that Marvel um wasn't aware of this, Mike, going back to your earlier question, the fact that Black Flag on all their social media, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, have deleted reference to this book. The high posts, the $75 posts, the limited stock posts, the, the people posing with a book post, they're all gone. Everything's gone. The owner of Black Flags put a video up trying to legitimize him running a business and selling it 500 bucks a pop. And then he also deleted the video afterwards. And all you know that what? just you're... tells me Marvel probably sent him a little cease and desist later. And now he's shitting his pants. And you're right. Because in saying that, as someone who's younger and you're talking about like influencers and social media, from my standpoint, if I'm moving something or if I'm trying to talk about something, let's say, let's use this comic as an example and I release that comic. I would be doing everything to get Marvel's eyes on it you know, tagging them in it, you know, using their yeah, hashtags, yeah. doing all this yeah. to do not, this. So, not the other way you know, around, right? Yeah. Like, what, what are you going to do? Like, are they, because you can hide certain posts from people. Like, have they hidden their account from Marvel or yeah, anything like know. that? Whereas, in all honesty, let's say you use Twitter as an example, you would want Marvel to be, like, retweeting this stuff and, like, getting eyes on your stuff. And if they're trying to keep marvel out of the loop marvel don't know and you're right i think i wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of cease and desist and i wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of a strain on their relationship even though that clayton crane's working there yeah that maybe they don't get everything because um you know what they might have gone to him with the same story he might have done the cover with good intentions or whatever like we just don't know we don't know the backstory and the fact that they've deleted all their fucking references to it on social media makes it even worse. Um, and there is a post on CGC boards where people are bagging CGC, saying, if this is the standard you set, you're losing integrity and you're going to alienate people who want to use you, right? I think it's 25. I, I, I always thought forums were dead. This thread's 25 pages long of people saying, this is fucked up. You guys Forums are dead. Forums are dead. Yeah. These people just haven't found what the new thing is. Uh, it's, uh, it's technically like Reddit, man, whatever. But that's, I think that's it though, is... CGC, as much as people can love and adore them, and I, I enjoy their stuff too, I think have made an error doing this book. But I can also see from a business standpoint where they would almost be silly not to. And I think they were put in a situation with this, from what you've told me, that they had to choose between business, you know, like, you know, making money and integrity 
and what sort of ethics they fit in. Because from what you're telling me, like reading this book, they were making, you know, money hand over fist and it was easy for them to do so. Yeah. So they probably... For me, it's really interesting. I, I think I think we're we're people's responses to this. You know, the different companies' responses to this, whether it's CGC, uh, whether it whether it's Marvel, Black Flag, right? If they close ranks and and and, and you know they 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 kind of have a a, a half ass acknowledgement, say Marvel have a, have an acknowledgement of it, but no open. No open, no position. rebuke, yeah, 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 no, yeah. no rebuke of it. It tells me that we are all sheep, and we're sheep that that we 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 um, have money made from us. You know what I mean? That's the relationship with all of these people from us, where they won't even correct themselves in front of the, yeah, you know, yeah. the fan base. That's yeah. uh, that's what's sad about it. Is is that that it does put you, it does make you hyper aware of where what your place is in all of this. It's as a yeah. consumer, yeah. you know. But but look, true, let's, let's let's run mm. the numbers, right? I think the price point on that book was four ninety nine. So Marvel. Yeah, I'm po- just looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at just even the facsimile now. What's it, what it's tracking? Um, CGC. I have to log in. So of course yeah. I do. But um, one year average for nine point six on the facsimile version. This is not the the new version. Not the, the, is, the, the sexy Clayton Crane. It, it's it's great. It's, it's thirty. 32 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just a facsimile version from Black Flag, but I can't find the 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 next version. Yeah. So so think about this, Ben, right? The cost mm. Marvel sells them at 399, right? Yep. All, taking all their costs into consideration, they might make a dollar a book out of it. Mm-hmm. So they had 750 of these. Marvel made 750 bucks out of this, right? These yep. these, these fucking muppets spend 10 bucks putting a fake cover on it. They probably mm-hmm. paid Clayton Crane, obviously, for the variant cover, say 10K, 20K or whatever, and they sold it for 75. So they're probably making 40 or 50 bucks a book mm-hmm. of the 750. So they, yeah. shouldn't, they shouldn't fucking cry poor. They're making more than Marvel on those books, obviously. And then what makes it worse, these apologists and fucking influencers who are buying 100 at a mm. time and selling it for 250 are making double what Black Flag is making. They're making 130, 140 bucks on their cool YouTube channels where they're fucking emojis and bullshit. I think, I think, I think that's probably what I find the most offensive out of this is that if it's a limited run and someone gets to sweep in and buy 10% of all of the available books, a single yeah. individual, yeah. then that's, that, that's what's really fucked up. They, you know, they're yeah. creating a stuff, false economy, yeah. right? Mm, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, people because... suffer a FOMO or purely just oh, like know... crane covers are going to fork it out. Anyone who, who who runs a reputable business, like, you know, if you go to a concert, I can't go in, into a concert and say, hey, man, I'll have 500 tickets, please, you know, because yeah. they'll, they'll it's literally immediately scalping. understand. It's the definition yeah. of scalping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is just scalping, yeah. really, isn't it? Essentially, the, the, yeah. the, the, forget, it's, forget it's the, fucking, the creation. It's fucking millennial scalping, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's, especially because everyone's time and effort is worth something. And sitting in line and stuff like that, whether it's for a Negroni or what you really want yeah. was some 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 mojitos. <laughs> or do you really, or really want? <laughs> or, or it's some bullshit freaking bootleg version of Fallout 4. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, it's disrespectful. Like, like who? Like going away from this, your takeaway from this, who looks like the biggest cockheads? 
the the influencers slap flip, flipping people who sell it for 200 bucks each and make their money um, black flag for taking advantage of the influencers and screwing their own customer base over while at oh. the same time making good coin creating a bootleg comic oh. cgc for acknowledging it is a a blue label 9.8 9.9 9.10 because they they get the business and exposure like like who's the biggest cockhead yeah <laughs> all of the above no yeah, i would yeah. say in, in all honesty i i say black flag purely for the fact that for instance it doesn't matter what the book is you're going to get those influences that whatever that hot item is for c2e2 mm. Was going to have that same effect if they released an issue, and even if they did like a legitimate thing where it wasn't like some pseudo like fucking bootleg book, but they just like did one, you're gonna get the same people coming in there trying to do the same sort of thing. So they're yeah. like, you can't blame them so much for it because no matter what, they're going to do that, and they're always yeah. gonna do it. They'll be at the I'm next convention doing the same thing. Yeah. Black flag knowingly yeah. doing that. And have they obviously also like tarnished, you know, or seemingly tarnished their relationship with Marvel? Like, they like Marvel probably can't do a whole lot to them, you know, outside of like, disclosure out there. This is all speculation at the moment, but all fingers point to the fact that, you know, people acknowledge the fact that Marvel didn't know and they've deleted all their posts and references to the book. Exactly. Which is, which is kind of admission of guilt, right? Absolutely. And then, so Marvel would know by now, if we know about it, Marvel know about it. Um, I think what we'll see happen, though, is Marvel probably won't want to cut business ties where they have this, especially with Clayton Crane, uh, you know, on site as well. But I think what we'll see is Black Flag will be on a much shorter leash and will be given less, I guess, liberty. I and just I think that they'll... I, do you know, I hope that general collectors, people who, you know, the majority of us, I mean, obviously we buy and sell shit, but I, we don't do hot flips and crap. General no. collectors who buy from them and supported them, I hope they learn from this because you got to be And like boycott them. you got to be burned. Like boycott them. Yeah. Be burned. No, no. I'm, I'm with Mike on this one as far as who is the most, who, who, who's the, the real fuck in all of this. Because not only are you um, you're taking advantage of your and, fans and encouraging being, the fucking flipping yeah, and the influences. Yeah, you're yeah. You're, in, you're 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 you've you've not only encouraging you've facilitated it. You feel facilitated it to the detriment of of your your pleb fans. You know what I mean? You nobodies. You you like men on the streets yeah. who who, who yeah. don't have this sort of stuff. And those people are the heart and soul of what we do. You know what I mean? It's not these fucking influencers fucks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Include, including you, Neville, of course, because you are. But in the same act, they also they also fucking shit on Marvel. So clearly it's that, you know. There's no all, respect, no care factor, no. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it falls on Marvel to have responsibility over this. I think Marvel they doesn't have to do anything. Marvel doesn't. Have, I don't oh. think Marvel has to do fucking a public announcement or acknowledgement. Or they probably don't care. I mean, they've if got anything, a, they they've shouldn't. got a multi-billion-dollar movie industry that they have to oh. worry about. Not seven hundred and fifty bootleg comics. See, what and they what can they do, what they can do is pay a lawyer ten k to send Black Flag Comics an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's what they'll do because they have <laughs> to also think about the more news and attention that they send on this story. Yeah. In all honesty, the more 
books it's going to sell. People are going to go like, oh, controversial book. I have to have that. Despite knowing what a villain Black Flag are, they'll still yeah. buy them. They'll still look on eBay. Oh. They'll still do this. Yeah, so absolutely. Fucking Marvel no just have to man. like pretend to like that they don't yep. see it and deal with it behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, you see that? No, I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, and, and they still have our, a vocal our, support base, right? There's there's apologists mm. fucking everywhere. Yeah. Supporting those influencers because they want to gain favor, and supporting Black Flag because they want to get in their pockets. Yeah, yeah. And why, that's why, why? It's because our society these days supports notoriety. You know what I mean? Yeah. Over substance, over morality, over over you know um, respect. It's notoriety. Yeah. It is. You, you look at it. It's it's everywhere. It's yeah. it's what drives can, people yeah. these days. You know. Can, can, so so. Going back to, and this is a pet peeve of mm. mine with Comic Tom for a while, right? Mike, if you, I don't follow him on Instagram, but because of hashtags, I see his posts. Go read his statement that he fucking released following this. And he's read, actually done a statement. He, him, him, they all, all nerdy girl, fucking Comic what? Tom. But, but read the words that he uses. Because he's trying to sound so fucking cool and gangster. Yo, peeps. Yo, peeps. Hey, just hanging. Big weekend. Didn't have time. Just want to tell you guys this wasn't me. Big respect. Hashtag community. I'm like, fuck you, man. Just go set yourself on fire or something. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> fucking... uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. This is inspirational. Uh, like, You're oh, following no. Comic Tom. <laughs> Probably after yesterday because I wanted to post on his shit. <laughs> oh, my. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing this, though. He's got a photo with Ben Templesmith as his newest thing. Oh, that was yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Fuck this guy. Uh, Let's bring I him up. Him. I Do already we... hate him. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, we don't condone violence on Grail Hunters. We don't. And that's why yes, I didn't so. say anything about, you know, <laughs> what I think of this guy. I just fucking hate him. I meant in love. Not in, the Facebook, not in Facebook 30 days probation. And I meant with some sort of like venereal disease. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Mm. I, I'm so glad I didn't tell you guys what we're going to talk about because I really wanted to see what you think. Mm. And not oh, you know, as always, I'm an ignorant observer to all of this, but I, but there's parallels everywhere in the world at the moment for this type of shit. It, it's bullshit. Obviously, your two for one um, cocktails is just fucking exactly. It's it's, it's <laughs> right. It's exactly the same, man. It's like how can you not make me a fucking mojito? I can see. I can all the see ingredients, the ingredients right there. <laughs> it's, do you know what? And jokes aside, it's exactly the same principle. They forget yes, that you're is. the fucking paying customer and you're giving them money. And you're giving yep. them money for something they've been advertising for the past hour. And well, uh, not only that, but I've, I've waited half an hour, half an hour. Like I'm not the yeah. I'm not the richest man in the world, but my time is still worth money and my energy. Yeah. Um yeah, and, and my, just, just my liver's thing. anticipation of a good fucking cocktail. <laughs> Talk, okay, talk about that. I'm just going to wrap this up saying the Tiki Bars and Waikiki fucked me. Yeah. I had a triple yeah. rum, triple rum yeah. lava flow. I can't remember what it's called. But it had white rum, dark rum, spice yeah. rum, vodka, mm. and some sorbet in it, dude. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sounds delicious. I, I, had it, I had it with a side of um, chili and garlic prawns. And the chili, mm-hmm. it was probably the hottest prawns I've ever had in my life, mm-hmm. which meant which meant I was fucking chucking back my rum. I was in bed by mm. 8.30. I was fucking knocked out. They gave me, mm. you know, Mike, you know how they pour fucking rum there, right? 
Don't I ever? I was knocked out in bed watching Seinfeld 8.30 that night with fucking garlic farts. It was the best fucking cocktails ever. <laughs> I they, love that um... shit, man. I know when you're really pissed, it's when you're the little... It's 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 you're watching the world through the back of your skull, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're back here somewhere and you're watching through your eyes and everything shakes like. like <laughs> I, I learned that their shots aren't the same as our shots. Uh, one too many fireball, and oh, I yeah. ended up falling asleep on the Airbnb host's front yeah. lawn. <laughs> like, Oscar Lina, like we we're buying beers at one of the restaurants, and they give you free shots of whiskey with your beers, man. And it's oh, like wow. it, it looks like pot glasses of fucking shots. <laughs> yeah, they're the size uh, of our schooners. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool uh, guys. Look, I think we got to wrap it up. Have a have a great day before we start talking for forty minutes about cocktails. Um, yeah. Thanks for your big shout out to Black this. Flag. Big shout, shout yes. out to my team at Black Flag. Yolo. Yep. Clayton Crane. Thank you, Clayton Crane. We support you. Big ups, awesome. Comic Tom. <laughs> Comic Tom, nerdy girl. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Min, Min, Minty Jims. You bunch Minty of Jims. Pusses. 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 All right, guys. Puss. Catch you next time. Cheers, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.